Welcome to the American Made and Paid Show, the home of free speech and independent thought. The big story is freedom of speech is really in trouble. The far left knows that at any time they can call for a sponsor boycott of anyone they despise. It is right here, right now, where you'll get your weekly dose of unfiltered truth. It's non-negotiable. Pre-existing conditions will be protected. This president has said this as a candidate. Insight. Very few people I know could have handled it. We can never, ever let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. Welcome, everybody, to the American Maiden Page Show. Happy Fourth of July. Today is Independence Day, which, as you guys all know, is America's birthday. I believe, what, America's 243 years old today? I don't know. My math's probably off on that. I just kind of said that off the cuff. Hope you guys are having a great Independence Day so far if you are listening to this or if you're listening to this the rest of the week, you had a good one. Be sure to stay safe out there. If you're barbecuing, try not to get burned. And if you're going to go out tonight, please don't party too much that you cannot drive and drink. Make sure you go call yourself a Lyft or an Uber and stay safe. I don't know why I'm sounding like a dad right now, but I got to do that you know, because I know a lot of people out there do dumb things. But hopefully the folks that listen to this are very intelligent, insightful individuals, and I know you all stay safe. But yeah, happy 4th of July, guys. Celebrate and express your patriotism, patriotism by what a great country we live in and what an amazing job our current administration is doing as well. But I do need to talk about something rather insane that I just saw in the news today, which is discrimination, right? Now, there's all kinds of discrimination that floats around out there. Obviously, if it comes down to anything, you know, under the Civil Rights Act, whether it's race, national origin, speech, religion, whatnot, you know, we all get where that's coming from. But California has officially become the first state to ban discrimination based on hair. Now, here's the thing I don't understand. It's basically no different when people say, hey, you know all those African-American sounding resumes? We're going to ban them and discriminate against them based on their name. Like Tyrones are less likely, <laughs> are less likely to get hired. So that's kind of the rhetoric they're going off of. This law is called a creating a respectful and open workplace for natural hair or otherwise called the crown act for all you queens out there who insist on being called that and yeah it was sanctioned into law by gavin newsom i think yesterday so what this means is certain hairstyles because they have been deemed unprofessional right it's like now there's this subject of quality as to how you know certain types of hair are linked to certain races, which is a badge of inferiority, yada, 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 which leads to unequal treatment, which we all know is stupid. But apparently now it's going to become part of the Civil Rights Act. So, Oh, my goodness. Okay, so I, I read up a little bit on it. It's amazing how we just read a little bit and come up with so many opinions. That's but how uh, it works. It's how the show works. It's an off-the-cuff opinion show. Yeah, no, but I'm going to tell you right now, this – Laws like this are impossible to enforce. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like the so-called, I wanted to talk about this because it relates to the Equality Act, which is, hey, guess what? If I misgender you, I'm going to be penalized. It's an infringement on free speech, but it's so subjective. Anybody can just decide that they're a man and now uh, get benefits for abortion rights. You know, like that. that's just how it works. So this, I feel like, is just adding to this 
what we would call we're trying to advocate for equality here, but it's actually going to create more divisiveness because it's subjective. Yeah, this is all BS. And believe it or not, because if you go, because you have to look at it, it's called the Senate Bill SB 188. Right. And if you go into it, it's an act to amend section 212.1 of the education code and to amend section 12926 of the government code relating to discrimination. Isn't that crazy how they label this under education? <clears throat> Everything is yes. under education. Everything. Seemingly. Gosh, darn it. And then it says all the people here who um, sponsor this bill. Bunch of crazy leftists. It's insane. Bob Hetzberg. And it's funny how Jewish people get behind it. So it's Hetzberg. He's Jewish. How do you know? Just the name? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> the odds of him being black are lex- next to nothing. Uh, so you got a Mexican, Cabarello, McCarty. Yeah, probably some white boy. Uh, Holly Mitchell, most likely black. Mitchell's well, here's the thing. I'm reading the legislature right now, and it says that this is what the, the first initial statements it says. The history of our nation is riddled with laws and societal norms that equated blackness and associated physical traits, for example, dark skin, kinky and curly hair, to a badge of inferiority, sometimes subject to separate and unequal treatment. That's the first thing here, right? Now, the idea has also permeated societal understanding of professionalism. Professionalism was and still is, which is BS, closely linked to European features and mannerisms, which entails that those who do not naturally fall into the Eurocentric norms must alter their appearances, which means sometimes drastically and permanently in order to be professional. I mean... Workplace dress code <laughs> prohibits hair like braids and fros and all that. And it has a disparate impact on black individuals as these policies are more likely to deter black applicants and burden or punish black employees than any other group. So here's my question. And this is kind of like a tongue in cheek thing. Don't black people constantly go to the salons and get fake hair anyways? Yeah, the wigs and stuff. That's the whole point. Wigs and dreadlocks, things like that are not natural. They're not. But that's what I'm saying. Getting that is not natural, right? I don't think anybody is punishing people for having froze. When does that ever happen? I get it if you have like hair that's going to get in the way of your work if it's not tidy, but that's got nothing to do with how your hair naturally is depending on your racial background, right? I mean... But this is so crazy. This is just a crazy, crazy law. So they're equating this to mental disability. Like well, if you go down to section BJ, mental disability includes, but not limited to, all of the following. Having mental disorders, da 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 This is insane. This is literally insane. Because people really do get discriminated against <clears throat> for things like mental illness and whatnot. Sure. But remember, they're, they're amending section 12926. And then, so it goes into all of these things, gets a definition of uh, employer, and the medical grievances, labor organization, all of the genetic, whatever. You know, in theory, 
the hair is covered under genetic information. I don't know why they're speaking about hair. But see, but this is, okay, so let me get into a point. <clears throat> yeah, I like this mental disability, though. <laughs> it's like they're equating black people to being dumber and mentally ill. Well, 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 well not just that, but I got to read this. This is funny. Mental disability does not include sexual behavior disorders, compulsive gambling, kleptomania, pyromania, psychoactive, psychoactive substance use disorders resulting from the current unlawful use of controlled substances or other drugs. <clears throat> Which explains to you how these guys really don't care about real mental illnesses at all. They just don't care. Oh, my goodness. But anyway, so going back to hair. <laughs> Look, there is no way you can enforce this law. This law is just done to line the pockets of people like, um, and it has the list. Gavin Newsom. Sponsors. Holly Mitchell, Bob Hetzberg are the main sponsors, I guess. Yeah. Rob Bonta. Uh, Sydney Dove, God, and if that's a woman, I, I have no idea because hyphenated name that's <laughs> a dude with a hyphenated name, God, you know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. insane, but anyway, but that's the whole point. Kevin McCarty, Anna Cabarello, Jim Cooper, Shirley Weber, these eight people need donors and funders. So when somebody like because you, know, you got to think about this. This is how Jim's, uh, not Jim Soros, George Soros and right. people like moveon.org, this is how they get power. So when an article about this bill comes out, and obviously it came out if we're talking about it, people like George Soros will seek out these eight individuals and donate to their campaign because why? They are pushing the narrative and the political agenda of very rich, corrupt, you know, uh, lobbyists like George Soros. George Soros wants a one world government. <clears throat> Why? Well, because then he can maintain his power and pass it on to all his, you know, It's people. not just Soros. It's also Rockefeller, Rothschild, all these different yeah, All of these people. So when a law like this passes, this is who they seek out because these eight individuals knew they were going to like right now we're giving them publicity. They knew we're, we were going to talk about it. Other people were going to talk about it. Mm -hmm. So this is how they get their money because they go, Hey, look, master, we're doing your bidding. <laughs> look, master. But that's what they do. It, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's these lobbyists control these politicians into ridiculousness. <laughs> And the, if this is part of the education bill, now they have increased the stupidity of the curriculum that will be pushed. Yesterday, we spoke about Amaze.org and how they're writing curriculum. Right. So now, because of this new law, Amaze.org and all these other people are going to rewrite curriculum. And now we're going to talk about hair discrimination. Oh, you know, have pride in your hair. And if you got dreadlocks, Oh, that's point of pride. You know, one, dreadlocks are impossible 
for blacks to to you know, like dread dreadlocks black people can't have dreadlocks it's impossible their afros will always break so how do they get dreadlocks <clears throat> through straighteners you straighten which is hand. yeah and that's not very no it's 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 i'm not kidding you chris rock said that in his movie called good hair bad hair something like that bad hair or good hair i don't know it's, it's funny how these guys can point out the realities of what it actually is no but he goes like this he goes if this product was for white people, it would have been banned decades ago. Yeah. But it's chemical lye, like lye, L-Y-E. Mm-hmm. Just look up what lye does, you know, audience, and you will see that burns. Yeah. And can you imagine? It's in Fight Club when the guy pours lye on his hand and he, like, it burns his skin and everything. Yeah. No, but it, it's, it's this chemical relaxer literally will be seeping through children's heads. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know if you've ever seen dreadlocks, but especially white people with dreadlocks, it's nasty. Because like when you cut that thing, it's literally like moldy and gross, and like I, I don't know how to describe it. I don't understand it. And people, I used to have dreads. Yeah, I'll tell you. <laughs> I was like, not cool. Now you got to cut them off. I mean, it, it was like an accident because you know because I'm mixed, I'm able to you know grow my hair longer but only to a certain length um so like my dreads were you know to my shoulders and dude they smell really bad and how does <laughs> well they not up okay so you wash your hair like a normal person right you know whatever so you wash your hair but then if you don't dry your hair properly yeah you can't comb it and uh so anyway so obviously it's really hard to comb your hair it's not like you know, yeah, man, it's not like you got to have like, I use a special brush, you, you know, to comb my hair. And it's not like you can't use a comb and shit like that. You can't. It's, um, yeah, <laughs> hair care is, is a challenge. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, that's why I keep my hair short now. But when you keep your hair long like the way I did, if you don't comb every knot out of your hair, it's going to knot up. And that shit's, and because the knot, it accumulates all of this like shampoo, conditioner, whatever it is that you use in your hair, hair gel, whatever. It accumulates in your hair and it smells like like rotten poop. Oh, <laughs> you know how normal poop smells, but then you eat something and it's rotten poop. It smells like really bad fecal matter. It just does. <laughs> Maybe rotten poop isn't the, the best term, but rotten poop is what it smells like it smells horrific and the thing is like this if a white person has dreadlocks the chances of this person getting lice is legit (laughs) i can believe it no because oh god like uh, because i hate to talk about our you know my time working at the hospital but there was this one because look blank people can't get lice and uh it's you know why Oh, I mean, because blacks have this chemical thing and we just emit this thing that lice don't like, I guess. Right. So, you know, lice or just because the hair is so kinky that it can't get to the scalp. I don't know. <laughs> but there really are. People don't realize there's genetic differences between the races. Like, not really minute, but enough. Like, you know, like blacks, Asians. I, did I ever send you that graph? About the genetic differences and the enzymes of of uh, the three races that 
allows for digestive disorders and the races. No, no, but I, I think you, we talked about it though. Yeah, because it's something we're working on for this one prison case that we're working on. Oh, okay. And, uh, and so it's real, like, you know, these are real things that people, you know, like, I don't know, I, just a lot of doctors don't know or, or they're just unaware. But anyway, so this genetic difference also is on the skin. And so, you know, it's lice just don't want to live on, on black people. So the whole thing with dreadlocks and um, it is, you know, this whole discrimination thing, it's not true. <laughs> because if a black guy came in there with dreadlocks and he was mentally ill, we would never shave his head because we know he doesn't have lice. <laughs> but we've done this to white dudes. Yeah. Because they had lice and they didn't want to go through regular treatment, you know, because, oh, God, like this one dude, he was a male prostitute and he never used condoms. He was HIV uh, positive. And, uh, he, you know, like we were talking about this yesterday about, you know, how <clears throat> these people come in there gender confused right. and they're combative. They're, you know, so and it's like this. It's just what it's like. So. Yeah, he was mentally ill, male prostitute with dreadlocks, and the dude was dirty as hell, obviously, if he's HIV positive. And uh, he had lice, and he didn't want it. Dude, the dude was fine, so we just held him down and shaved his head because he was a real, you know... And a lot of people who are, you know, conservative, I, I totally understand when they say, hey, you can't take away people's rights. But the thing is like this, when you pose a health risk, yeah that's different right yeah it's a real thing and that's why you have to treat mentally ill people or even developmentally disabled who are you know which is retarded that's a fancy way of saying retarded they require special treatment they 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 can't take care of themselves so we have to take care of them for them so it wasn't like when you restrain somebody hold somebody against their will it's not like we weren't punching them we weren't kicking them it wasn't like those navy seal dudes you know, in the, in, in, uh, you know, just stabbing a dude for the hell of it. You know what I mean? Killing yeah. a 12 year old. But we legitimately, you have to do this to people and, uh, and you try to do it as humanely as possible, but there are exceptions to the rule. Not everybody in society can handle freedom and that's the mentally ill and the retarded. And when appropriate, you try to give these people their freedoms so, but anyway, it's going back to the point of hair discrimination. <laughs> uh, it is bullshit. If you see somebody with dreadlocks, you know they're dirty as hell. And if you're working around food, I don't care who it is. Can you imagine some Jamaican dude with dreadlocks with all that weed in his hair and that's going to be on your food? That's yeah, insane. I get it. I get it. Who in the world is going to put well, so the... what, what this comes down to at the end of the day is just because it either, number one, poses a health risk, it may interfere with your work, and that's what deems it to mainly be simply inappropriate. It's a lack of hygiene. It interferes with your work. It could pose a health hazard. Here's the deal. If your hair is... Whoa. If your hair is all over the place, you're not going to... If you work in, in like the food food service industry it's not just that your hair may get in the food like dude be lucky at least some of these workplaces aren't making you wear a hairnet 
can you imagine if you have like dreads and it's just like, oh yeah, by the way, you got to wear a hairnet. The guy's going to lose his mind. He's like, are you kidding me? I'm not wearing a hairnet. How are you supposed to put a hairnet over your dreads? You know how dumb that's going to look? It's literally going to look like you've got potato sacks. Like, <laughs> and the thing is, yeah, but you'd have to do that. You'd have to do that. It's functional. Do that. It's functional, but now they're deeming it unprofessional. No, it's the opposite of unprofessional. It is professional to say, hey, by the way, you got to cut your hair, man. Like, dude, here's the thing. You know what I tell people? Just look at the military, man. If the military is going to make you cut your hair, because if you're crawling on their fences and stuff, your hair might get caught. There's a functional reason why they're making you get buzz cuts. It's not because they're discriminating. Don't matter if you're black, white, Asian, red, yellow, black, or white. It doesn't matter. It, you got to do it for functional reasons. And that's what I want to, I mean, I mean, all this stuff should be common sense to a lot of people, but nevertheless, if California is one of these states that goes down the toilet and is doing things like this. Well, uh, New York is going to do the same thing. Yeah. I just read New York City is going to, I'm thinking, oh crap, this is some stupid ass ridiculous. But anyway, but here's the thing. So why do I say that it's unenforceable? And why? Because you could easily discriminate against anybody. And not give them a reason because California is an at-will employment state. So, God, I don't know if Arizona is an at-will employment yeah, state. Yeah, a lot of them are. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so, and basically at-will for people in Australia or England listening, at-will means that you can get fired for any reason. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I, it, I used to work uh, in HR. At-will means it doesn't matter. There's no reason to terminate someone. Yeah. You don't need good cause, you know, because usually when you get fired, you have to have like for a labor union. If you work under a contract, um, you know, and the, you know, the union, like unions protect your employees, uh, the employees. And you got to have good cause or just cause in order to fire somebody from a labor or like a, like a union contract. Like I guess they call it a bargaining agreement. So anybody protected by a bargaining agreement has to be fired with just cause or good cause. Right. Which means... But uh, that's different if it's either unionized or perhaps even like a government job or something. Yeah. Like if yeah. you have a contract and, and blah, 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 like a contract employee at will means like in a, in a simple, simple legal term it would be uh you don't have a contract with your employer so you can get fired for any reason like you have a basic contract of like hourly pay and things like that like just basic stuff but they could like you're going into that job knowing that you can get there's no job security that's what like just to make it simple there's no job security in california or any places in most places in america unless you have a government job or a union or job. Some, or, yeah, or some type of teaching job at a university where you're tenured. Tenured, yeah. Yeah, and then she could do anything. Like, you could literally kill a person. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not kidding you. you no, could, I agree. I understand. Why I know what that's like. Yeah. Like, if you get busted for vehicular manslaughter and you're drunk and you're tenured, you won't get fired. <laughs> so you could literally kill a guy in California and not get fired if you're tenured. Seriously, you can get caught with child porn and they won't fire you over that. 
<laughs> you know, so, so the, I'm telling you, it's crazy what tenured professors can do in California. And anyway, so, but for everybody else who doesn't work for the government, like you work at McDonald's or Walmart or, 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 you know, Kaiser, not, not unionized. Right. You're at will. So when you're at will, it's so easy to discriminate. This stupid law does nothing for quote unquote. Employee. And also I used to be an HR guy when we used to terminate people, when I used to fire people, it doesn't matter about the discrimination because, because you're at will, I don't have to give you a reason for why I fired you or told you to do something. Yep. No, that's true. Yeah. No, and that's totally true. And it's amazing. That's why, you know what's the funny thing is? And this is something I learned a little bit when I was working in, in you know, labor relations or whatever, human resources, whatever you want to call it. You can't tell people that you're at will, but how many times have you had it where you walk into an employment office in California where you know, this is not about discrimination, but it's about employment. And they say, hey, we're at will employment, right? Which you understand the terms of that, but we're giving you a 60 to 90 day probationary period. That goes against at will. That, can't, yeah. that clause cannot exist if your state is at will. But you'll find a lot of employers will, will put that there. And that's actually inconsistent. It's yep. funny. You can't have, hey, 60 to 90 days probation period. And then I guess like we'll decide then if we're at well, you can't have that. Well, you know, you know what? This is what I've noticed (laughs) because I know, I know a way like, I know this sounds bad, but because people like, damn, dude, you're like a shady dude. It's like, well, (laughs) you are a shady dude. (laughs) No, but I know how to get around at will laws. So like if they fire you, there's like a tons of ways to skate that law. But does the counselor deal with employment law as well? Yeah, of course, dude. I got like. Wow, I have like 15 years. I was the chief steward of our of uh, of our labor union. <laughs> so, oh my god! Are you the ombudsman and everything? Is that how it works? No, 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 no. no. Like, uh, no, like I, the chief steward is the dude that does all the legal arguments, you know, at Skelly hearings and all this other stuff. Dude, I invented a new hearing. So, uh, yeah, never been done before, and uh, it's literally called a name clearing hearing in California. So they call it a Warner hearing. So the very first time it's presidential was, you know, it's named after the guy that, that I represented. So his last name was Warner. It's kind of like Skelly, you know, Skelly was, but anyway, it's neither here nor there. Uh, so there's, I'm not going to say what those, you know, exceptions are to at will <laughs> and how to get around at will employment laws. But uh, anyway, uh, the point was that I was going to make this point. So yeah, the counselor does labor laws, you know, to answer your questions directly, but going back to the thing about why people do at, um, these quote unquote probation periods, yeah, because generally a lot of people are stupid. So they allow their employer to lowball them because, you know, let's say that you're a CPA. If you're a CPA working in the Bay area, you should be making about 120 to 150 because that's legit. CPAs, that's not a joke. Uh, you know, certified public accountants. Yep. So it's not like, you know, they're by law, like they're your fall person. If they fuck up on your numbers, they're going to jail. And then the, you know, and then the guys who are laundering money or whatever, uh, cooking the books, as they say, 
they're not going to prison because they got a CPA and they could blame everything on the CPA. So a CPA starting salary should be about 120 because they're, they have a lot of liability on their shoulders. So a person will say, Hey, you know what? We're going to put you on probation for 12 months and we're going to pay you like 85,000 or 90,000 bucks. And after the probationary period, we'll determine how much money you should make after that, after a, at least to see if you're a good fit. And right. that's why people do probationary periods. Like, Oh, the- okay. That makes sense. And, uh, you know, and, and that's why I keep telling everybody, dude, you guys got to learn how to negotiate because it's a scam. Like everybody has to realize all of these laws are a scam. This stupid hair thing is a scam. So these politicians can get money from George Soros or be recommended by moveon.org for more money. It's just scam. Like, I'm not kidding you. It's like a master and servant type of uh, mentality that these people have. It's legit. So these employment laws, like this is obviously, it's about employment law and education laws. So, you know, I I still don't know how they're going to implement this in education. I'm thinking they're going to say, well, you know, you, you discriminated against these people from, you know, Jamaica because of their dreadlocks and, and they're going to have another <laughs> you know, type of element to a cause of action. It's not going to happen because Jamaicans, if they work hard, this is never going to come up and they abide by the laws. Yeah, I don't even know how many Jamaicans really go to school. You know, seriously, like, you know, how many Jamaicans honestly really want to go to the universities? Most Jamaicans are like hard workers that they want to learn about construction and dude, they, they do jobs that don't require university uh, training. Mm-hmm. It's just a reality. Most Jamaicans, they're hella cool, dude. Like they're business people. And, and to do business, you know, like think about this. And, and you could probably learn something from Jamaicans. It's because Jamaicans hustle. There was like this joke. Uh, Eddie Murphy used to tell how, you know, how Jamaicans, you knew this person was a Jamaican because Jamaicans had about six or seven jobs. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and that, that was their hustle. They would always work because they're business minded versus American blacks, you know, barely <laughs> get up in the morning, but, but that's, ah, I'm telling it's crazy. But anyway, so, um, you know, if you look at every single business school in the across across the United States, they've all gone down. They're almost out of business. Getting an MBA is totally pointless. Nobody cares anymore. The exceptions obviously would be, you know, Harvard Business School. Right. Or, you know, maybe Stanford, maybe Yale. I think those are the only, yeah, those are the only three schools that still have prominent business schools where an MBA you know, may or may not be worth the money, but everybody else, nobody cares. When was the last time somebody goes, oh, I got an MBA from, you know, UC Berkeley and I got this job with the business? No, because that's not real business. People caught on like, hey, look, you know what? All of these people, and you know, you got to thank Trump for this. Yeah. Trump actually had it on The Apprentice. uh, (laughs) Where No, but it was his show. Dude, people don't realize how, the dudes on the streets love Trump because he had a show where it was book smarts versus street smarts. 
And the street smart people were actually winning The Apprentice. And they were beating all the book smarts people. And Trump, you know, he goes, and in theory, Trump should have given the winner of the, you know, because the dude from the street smarts actually won The Apprentice that year. And the four finalists, three street smarts and one, you know, business school guy, like Mm -hmm. MBA dude. And uh, Trump goes, you know, because I really respect education a lot. He goes, so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make co-winners, this dude and, and the guy from the street smarts. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and he goes, because I just believe in education. I believe everybody needs, you know, a college degree. And uh, he goes, but I, I know, like, but it's the truth. Trump said it himself. He goes, I know street smarts usually does better in business than book smarts. That's right. And that, that whole, dude, you got to watch that. Because season. here's the thing, you know, you're right. You're right. Just to take it on that note the reason why street smarts and business is better because it's, this is true, but 90% of success in business comes from implementation, but the people who are book smart in business are less likely to actually implement and take action. Cause it's all theory. It's all theory. And you can only succeed in business <laughs> by doing not by knowing. And sometimes if you know too much, it works against you because then you don't take risks. Yeah. No, no but it, it was true. Like, dude, if he, I love The Apprentice because I used to love watching I love that show. Movie. I remember that first season with Omarosa. Man, that was classic. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I like the one, like the episode when they were um, doing something on uh, Burger King. And none of those dudes thought about having cashiers. You know what I mean? Like none of them had cashiers. Yeah. Like, well, they had two cashiers. There must have been like, you know, 20, 25 people and only two cashiers ringing up hamburgers. And there was a long old line and nobody got their food. And, and it was a joke. So, you know, <laughs> you need at least four or five cashiers during lunch because that's the lunch hour. That's the rush hour. And so, you know, yeah, Trump was yelling at everybody, <laughs> you know, talking crazy. But anyway, but, but going back to uh, this bill, it is so easy to discriminate against a person because like, and I'll bring up the nightclub uh, example. I am not going to hire a bunch of people who look like they're going to bring a bad crowd or have stupid friends. Well, that's the thing because nightclubs are interesting and it's the same reason for flight attendants, for nurses, for certain things. Did you know that in certain roles you can discriminate? It's called bona fide occupational qualifications. That's actually what they're called. And I remember this from employment law. Whereas like, dude, if you have a Hooters, you have to discriminate based on looks. You have to. It's part of it. If you own a bar, guess what? You better have some good looking female bartenders or else you're not going to have good business. And if you're a, if you're a first class flight attendant, guess what? It still applies for those people. Did you know that they hire first class flight attendants based on looks? Of course they, of course do, they, they do. don't say it. Part of the matter. Yeah. They don't, oh, but they actually, somebody did sue them and they lost like uh, somebody sued based on looks like yeah they were saying something about beauty and all this other stuff and what gonna be a model that is the definition of discriminating based yeah, on looks. Not, not today's models jesus today's models horrific you got tess holiday that big fat feminist on the cover of cosmopolitan and i was like man what is ooh, the world ooh, 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 tess holiday 
I don't know who that is. I got to like look it up now. 400 pounds like on Cosmo. On the cover of Cosmo. Like, I don't mind if you're a little thick and curvy, but man. Yeah, that's... There's that. There's that. Oh, my gosh. She is fat <laughs> as hell. Holy smokes. Pansexual. So is this a dude? No, it's a lady. But you know how they are. If, they're, if you're fat and you're a feminine. Holy crap. She's ugly as sin. <laughs> she really is. But anyway, but no, but there was like that one chick who's kind of thick. But she has a pretty face. Yeah, Ashley Graham. Yeah, that yeah, one. I like her. I don't mind that. Ashley Graham is fine. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? but Tess Holiday is a whole nother, whole nother. But but the, but the thing is, but even with the, just because she has a pretty face and big boobs, I mean, but she should be like in porn, like skin magazines, not like, not like right. covering the uh, doing the what's that called? Like, she shouldn't be gracing that, like, Vogue and all the classic. She shouldn't. Ashley Graham shouldn't be a supermodel. She just shouldn't. She should be, like, one of those Playboy models. Oh, my God. Or, right. or, or what's the step below Playboy? I forgot. Hustler? Penthouse? Hustler? Yeah. Like, like Penthouse. That's the one. Now, not even Hustler, because Hustler used to have standards. Because <laughs> you know, like, I'm telling you now, th there's a thing about – because here's the thing. I don't care what anybody says. And I'm drinking water, like, because I'm actually drinking more water because I'm trying to lower my blood pressure and everything else. Um, but the thing is like this, when you're fat, you're unhealthy. It's just how it goes. So Ashley Graham is an unhealthy person. That should not be celebrated. So, you know, I get it. Like, oh yeah, everybody comes in different shapes and different sizes, but being fat, is a choice and that's a bad choice because people are not born fat it's yeah. just a reality we said it before uh on, on on our shows previously there have been zero fat people coming out of those nazi concentration camps it's just a reality no jews came out of their fat why because nobody is fat if they don't overeat you know what I mean? Being yeah. fat comes from overeating. You overeat, you get fat. It's just a reality. You don't exercise and you overeat, you're going to become obese. <laughs> and, you know, if you don't, but think about it. Uh, Norm MacDonald had, was funny about this. He goes, yeah, I went to my doctor and, uh, you know, he told me, he goes, uh, my, my doctor wanted to see, uh, check my fat index. And I said, but I'm skinny. I don't need to uh, check my fat index. He goes, oh, no, you'd be surprised. And he goes, so you know what the doctor told me? He goes, I'm skinny, but fat. I have bones and fat, no muscle. <laughs> but it's the truth. Fat, if you don't exercise, you're not going to have muscle tone. Right. If, if you eat, overeat, that fat, due to your lack of exercise, is going to cause you to become obese, and it's going to create heart problems. Yeah, And that's something that, you know, that we should be cognizant of. So celebrating fat people is moronic. It's just more unhealthy type of suicidal behavior the progressives want. You know, the reason why we celebrated, you know, sexy women like Bo Derrick or whatever, because it's a pinnacle of good health. There is nothing wrong with celebrating exceptionalism. Right. The United States has oh, yeah. always been an exceptional country. 
you know, we're the best at everything, best in science, best in math, best in athletics. Why? Because we had a myriad of people. You know, it wasn't just like, you know, um, God, because it, it's not, because, you know, we are a melting pot. That's the word. Because we take the best of everyone from around the world and we uh, assimilate them into our country, which is, goes into the 4th of July spirit, I guess. But, you know, but when we start celebrating the slothiness, because look, Ashley Graham is pretty. She has huge knockers, which guys <laughs> love. But you got to think, how healthy is this girl? Yeah. How healthy really? I mean, if she was had a teeny tiny waist like that song, um, uh, uh, Baby Got Back, you know, itty bitty waist and whatever, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever. Like, that's not realistic, that whole itty bitty wasting. But if you're proportionate and healthy, which I don't know if she is or not, but I know she is pretty fat. You know, Ashley Graham, and that's just not healthy. So, is she prone to get high blood pressure? Yes. You know, like, is she prone to, like, if she ever got pregnant, I bet you money she'd become a diabetic because of, you know, her fatness right now. And, uh, you know, because a lot of women get pregnant, and when they get pregnant, they get diabetes. But a lot of it comes because they're unhealthy before they got pregnant. Mm-hmm. They could have controlled it with their diet. If they ate healthier, blah, 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 blah. So, you know, but that's the thing. This whole bill is really leading to a lot of, un, like, the continuation of unhealthy behavior the progressives want. You know, I mean, because people, ah, oh, you can't politicize, you know, health. Technically, we already have universal health care. What is that? That is a politicized stupidity about healthcare. It's, it's just—it's stupid. Now they're going to tell us what to do, how to eat, da 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 da. But that's the whole point. Normal people know an apple a day keeps a doctor away. Why? Because apples are healthy. It has a lot of nutrients, and you know, it's just good for you. I shouldn't have to explain why an apple is good for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you should know that fruits yeah. and vegetables are good for you. You should know this. Yeah. But people don't know this. You got people literally saying that orange juice is just as bad as Coca-Cola. I mean, there's a lot of sugar in orange juice, but it's not Coca-Cola. No, but here's the thing. Having too much sugar is not a bad thing. It's not. Because people like, because people, oh, sugar's the real enemy. Really? Sugar, really? why Why does our body break everything down into sugars? Seriously, our body breaks down everything into sugars. But here's the problem. Because we drink alcohol and our body's breaking down sugar and alcohol, it really messes with you. So the whole notion that sugar is bad for you is not really that's, – that's, that's false. It's not that well, sugar is too much bad. sugar is bad for you, man. I mean, if you drink well, yeah, too soda. much sugar. But see, too much of anything is bad for you. So too much sugar, like if you're eating – like, let's say, like, you're eating a lot of fruits. That's actually bad for you because you can actually have toxicity from too much fruit. Like, you just can't have a, a fruitarian diet. Like, all of these. Like, there was a point when everybody was just eating fruits. Like, you know, it's just one. It's like a, like veganism, you know. Like, but anyway. <laughs> but, see, but that's why, like, you got to have a balanced diet. You got to have 
you know, you got to have your grains. You got to have your fruits and vegetables. And you limit refined sugar because here's the thing. You know, refined sugar is not the same as regular sugar. Like you find in fruits and you find in vegetables. Because there's a lot of fruits and vegetables, a lot of sugar and vegetables too. Yeah. It's just, it's just a reality. There is sugar in everything on the planet. There's sugar in meat. You know, like, like if you eat beef, there will be some sugar in beef. And it's just, that's how our body breaks things down into protein, sugars, it's just a reality, but too much of it will lead to diabetes. But here's the thing. That's why you need to drink water because, you right. know, water. Okay, so when you don't have water, you know, you're dehydrated. Then for some reason, sodium kicks in and acts, does all the things water supposed to do, but too much sodium is going to make your heart blow up. <laughs> you know, you get a heart attack. But uh but like I'm telling you, it's crazy. Uh but yeah, too much sugar obviously is bad. But too much of anything, too much meat is bad for you. Too much bread is bad for you. You know, so you really got to have a balanced diet. You got to have the right amount of sugar, right amount of this, right amount of that. But who knows what those amounts are? Because everybody's different. But you know, and it goes back to that thing like, well, if everybody's different, then people are born fat. It's like, no, everybody's different, but still requires the same amount of, you know, different. Like some people could tolerate more, mm -hmm. you know, more sugar than others. Right. Like, you know, and I always give this example. Asians cannot tolerate alcohol the same way blacks and whites can. They just yeah. can't. So if you have an alcoholic Asian dude, he's going to be diabetic way quicker than a black guy or whatever. But why are blacks diabetic then? Because they drink, they eat greasy foods and they eat like nothing but refined sugars or high fructose corn syrup, which is even worse than refined syrup, uh, uh, refined sugars. So, you know what I mean? So it's, yeah. it, it, it's uh, like, it's, you know, there's something called panocha which is brown sugar, which also means vagina in like <laughs> lingo first. But, but that's not refined sugar. Brown can, sugar. But you could buy panocha in, in, the, uh, in the stores. And it, it's, you know, you got to work with it to make it like really good, but you still have that. And so you can buy sugar that's not refined and it'll be good for you if you need sweetness like that. But, you know, look at what we do. Like, you know, like the counselor's guilty of this. She's eating cream cheese. You know what I mean? But that's not good for you. Yeah, did you hear her? I can hear that. I was trying to listen. I knew she was going to comment. So I was like, what is she going to say? And she goes, it's making me gain weight. But it's that's what happens. It's making me gain weight. <laughs> yeah. But I'm telling you, it's just what happens. And, you know everybody knows that you don't eat certain things everybody knows hey look eat your fruit eat your vegetables but to start saying orange juice is bad for you is insane because orange juice literally has the same amount of sugar if not more than coca-cola it really does like orange juice has tons of sugar even natural orange juice so you're just 
drinking down a cup of sugar, but you need that. Your brain works with sugar, you know, but here's another thing people don't know. That sugar allows vitamin C to cross through the blood brain barrier faster than heroin. Yeah. So that, that's another thing people don't know. It's like, well, what are you well, talking I think, about? I think it's the combination in Coca-Cola with the high fructose corn syrup and all that other stuff. Yeah, it's not healthy for you. It's just not. See, but that's the point. Whatever gets into your blood-brain barrier is what you need in nutrients. Right. And if the sugars are carrying things like vitamin C and other hormones into your brain so you can think, yeah. then there's nothing wrong with that. And that's what people don't realize, like our cognitive brain functions require sugar it just does and that's why everything's broken down into its simple forms but anyway i could be wrong about a lot so, of so let's take it back real quick as we wrap this up how do we tie this back into discrimination with hair in california and i think that this is just another one of those things where it's a lot of subjective policies the equality act is also something that's being pioneered in california and now this crown act i don't know why they're calling it crown like it's you know what i mean because it's, like, it's the hair, it hair. <laughs> yeah it's a bunch of crap no but that's the thing it's like in in my opinion all this is is just another way to to put black people back into slavery i'm telling you progressive people are evil evil people they just are natural hair no like kinky hair is natural but dreadlocks are not it's just a sign of filthiness <laughs> there's no such thing as clean dreadlocks you just it's impossible because crap gets caught in there i mean i, I used to wear hair ties my hair ties were found in my fucking dreadlocks man uh, it was like oh no because i used to have beads and and i used to you know really go hardcore with my hair and um oh man people don't realize how hard it is to maintain clean hair like that but you know it sucked because you got to cut the dreadlocks out. You just got to cut them out. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, man, this sucks. But anyway, but this whole bill is just more examples of how evil the progressives are. Because all it's going to do, it's, it's like a roadmap into how to discriminate. And uh, you could literally, or to destroy businesses, like in the food industry right because the food industry is going to be hurt bad by this because if you're going to have a whole bunch of people with dreadlocks you know working at taco bell now come on no one's going to want to eat there yeah you're going to be honest because you're like man that place is filthy i once had a like, okay so here's the funny thing have you ever seen supersize me about mcdonald's no there's the yeah, I haven't seen the whole thing, but There's I did see scene where the guy pulls a big, long, nappy hair about this long out of a, a fudge sundae. And it's just like, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> can't have that. And it's yeah. so funny because he's literally like, if you think that's gross, this is gross. He literally pulls out a nappy hair out of his sundae. And we were like, no. That is gross. <laughs> no, because you know that's gross because... You know, your hair falls out with from all those chemical relaxers and things like that. What do you think happens? That's why I was saying it's like people don't realize what it's like to have black hair. Chris Rock was right. If that lie chemical relaxer thing or whatever chemicals are used in lie, if that was used for white kids, I guarantee you it would be illegal. But because it's for black, ah, fuck it. <laughs> it's all right. It's a good hair product. They're making billions a year. And because it is, it's a billion dollar industry, all those fake hairs, those wigs, 
there's a movie about this. It's called um, The Sun. The star is also a sun. It's like the Koreans own, because it's a big industry in Korea, you know, selling your hair to blacks. <laughs> like human hair wigs is a real industry. Uh, Koreans, it's, it's a real industry. And I'm telling it's it's in the billions of dollars. But, you know, because look, blacks can't grow long hair. It's just, and whenever you see a black girl with long hair, it's either she's mixed with white or something else, or it's a wig. That's yeah. it. And that's a real industry. So come on, it's not natural. So what are you going to do? Are you going to make Koreans illegal? You're going to, you know, criminalize all the businesses that Koreans are into because they got the ability to cater to blacks? <laughs> Seriously, because what's the next step? Oh, you know, it's a right. We have a right to do to this, to do this, to do that. So you can't sell your product to us because you're taking advantage yeah. of our natural hair. You know what I mean? I mean, you got to look at how dangerous these laws are. This is just the first step. But these laws not only help discriminate and, and build this animosity against black people, but it's also going to be stepping stones to destroy other businesses. Every business tied to hair will be hurt. Food and beverage, you know, obviously like the Korean business models, because, dude, they make tons of money selling wigs to blacks. Because who else is going to buy a human hair wig? There's only so many cancer patients, <laughs> you know what I mean? But black people, that's a demographic that will use it forever. You know what I mean? For the, as long as they live, all those old women still wear human hair wigs. And those human hair wigs cost hundreds, hundreds of, of dollars. dollars. Yeah, they're not cheap. It's a whole industry. Which so reminds me... No, but think about it. With this new law about discrimination, hey, you guys are taking advantage of our natural hair. I bet you money they're going to limit how much you can sell human hair for. No, it's true. And this is going to be funny. You know who's going to be impacted the most? It's going to be Asians because there's that yeah, funny exactly. video of that Korean guy throwing that black woman out of a hair shop that he owns. <laughs> yeah. Like It's just like that's what's going to happen. Man, no, I, but, I hate to say things like that, but if they're caught on video this many times, like it's just, you know what? What is it with the Asians owning all the stores that black people go to frequently and it just get it all business? It's good business because think about it. It's it's you know the whole thing. Only in India is everybody a bunch of engineers. Man, you're not going to make money being an engineer. It's the truth. Engineers, you're limiting your income. If you're a good engineer, you'll make about 150, 200 if you're lucky. But most engineers, they make five digits. That's nothing. And uh, so Koreans are smart business people. They are. And they know. It's like, hey, look, if I'm doing business in this neighborhood, the rents are cheap, and I could sell human hair wigs for so much money, Hell yeah, I'm going to be there, you know, because it's all about money. They don't care. They don't discriminate. Money is money. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of like how in China, the Nigerians are all over the place in Guangdong or whatever that city's called. Why? Because they need the oil. It's just business. They don't care. Asians don't discriminate like the way people try to say they do. Yeah. You know, they, they don't, you know, do, do Asians, you know, a lot of Asians stick with Asians. Yeah, of course. But so does everybody else. Blacks stick with blacks. You know, whites stick with white. I guess whites love Asian girls. But anyway, but you know what I mean? For the most part, 
everybody, they don't discriminate the way, it's like a myth. Like I get it, discrimination's real, but in reality, most people will never go through discrimination as a daily part of their life. You gotta live in the ghetto for that. But if you don't live in a ghetto, you're never gonna face discrimination the way progressives try to tell you that is going on, like in the stupid law. You're not, nobody ever discriminates against you because of your hair. Yeah. I, I doubt, because look, who, who's going to get a job first? A bald-headed black dude who's buffed or a buffed black dude with dreadlocks? The, I, Eric, the bald dude, 100%. The clean-cut one. Yeah, well, see, but here's the thing. You would think that would be true. But because a bald black dude looks scary, he ain't going to get the job. They're going to hire the fag looking dude with the long hair. I mean, uh, not fag, a uh, 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 gay looking dude, effeminate. I shouldn't have, I got to stop saying fag. But uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, if you got long hair, you look like a woman. Yeah. And, that, and that's the thing. It's like you're effeminate, you're less intimidating. And that's why like, a lot of people don't realize that hardcore looking men, get more discriminated against than effeminate men. If they're going to hire anybody, they're going to hire the effeminate looking men. That's why blacks with long hair get hired way before the black dudes with this bald heads because bald head black dudes just look scary. Now, if they had a shaved Afro, that guy's going to get the job before everybody else. Like, you know, if you got a clean, like a, a, a crew cut Afro, like they call it an upcut, um, or an up fade or, or you know like if you have a nice fade like like a one three like one on the sides three on the top and you're black and you got that haircut you're always going to get the job over the ball headed and the dude with the dreadlocks but if you have a choice between the ball headed black dude and the you know the dude with the dreadlocks trust me that ball headed black guy is not going to get hired because he looks way too scary <laughs> but it's the truth because when you ever see a ball headed black guy it's kind of like a skinhead, like a white skinhead dude. You see a white ball-headed dude, automatically you think biker or he's a skinhead. Yeah. And those dudes are scary. Same thing with ball-headed black guys because what, what's that movie uh, the, in The Predator? Uh, there was a ball-headed black guy shaving his head with a knife. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I remember that, yeah. There's a <laughs> scene where they're like, sitting around waiting for him, and he's not shaving his head. He's getting a razor and just pressing it up and just shaving his entire face. Yeah, yeah. and then he cut and he, he breaks him, Yeah, face. he breaks it on him. <laughs> yeah, that's some scary stuff, yeah. No, but that's, that's the You don't want to mess with that. But we got to wrap it up, but do you have any final thoughts for no, this? No, those are final thoughts. Those are my final yeah. thoughts. Happy, happy fourth, you guys. I mean, yeah, I hope you got something out of this. Again, California's turning into clown world, so, you know, stay tuned for another episode of the American Maiden Patriot. We'll see you guys all soon. Take care. All right.